0: Don't you just love a good love story?
1: Love is like that. It's the light that is part of your life. It's unconditional.
2: There's something there for all of us. There's hope that we can get through this and find some joy in our lives.
1: He's always been the one. Self-love is a love story too. Those little sparks of joy are really important. Imagine someone making your biggest dream come true. It's important for people to understand that you're not alone. We love to be part of a Canadian love story. The love story never ends. Well, love is the most important thing. And I knew how important it was to them and how bad they wanted it. And I remember wanting it that bad, too. And all they needed was a uterus. And I got one.
2: We're sharing the exact same experience and same story. I'm not giving away a baby. I'm giving someone a family.
0: Hi, I'm Nancy Regan. This week's love story belongs to Adele and Shannon. These two 40-year-old women went to junior high and high school together, but were never close friends until they both signed up to do a big favor for a mutual school friend. That favor? Having a baby. This is the Canadian Love Map. Hi, Adele and Shannon. Hi. Hi, Nancy. Thank you so much for joining us today. No problem. Let's start with what you two have in common right now.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Heartburn. <laughs> We're pregnant with our friends' babies.
0: Yahoo. Shall we go back to the beginning? When did you first meet?
2: We knew each other during junior high and high school, but we never actually like were in a class or shook hands and hung out like we were in different like social groups, I would say, but we knew each other Mm -hmm. like we knew who each other's friends were, who our groups were. We shared common friends, common teachers and et cetera. But I have to say we became more known to each other through this. Oh, 100 percent.
0: Let's talk about this. When and how did Mm -hmm. you reconnect?
2: Well,
1: it started last summer, so probably about a year ago now. Two years ago. I'm so sorry. So Jeff and I had a video message on Instagram, and we were chatting about he was quarantining in Vancouver.
0: So you also have to explain who Jeff is.
1: Oh, Jeff is my baby daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Nancy, it's a loaded question. You have to rewind to 1997 or 1996, and Jeff and I... We were like, I would say he was one of my best friends in junior high and we had classes together and I think we really connected in grade eight. So like with Shannon, we all went to the same junior high together. Jeff and I were super close and then Jeff and I went to university together. We didn't take the same programs or anything. So after university, he moved overseas to England and then to Hong Kong and we had always been in touch via social media and it wasn't until about two years ago now that he was quarantining in Vancouver because he was trying to immigrate to Taiwan to be with his partner, Kevin, that we were chatting on Instagram one night and I was like, "Let's video message. And so we did. And I guess I don't remember this, but he talked about what's been happening the last 20 years and him and Kevin wanted to have a family. And apparently then, I don't know if I was tipsy, but I offered something i was like what do you need (laughs) and then we met in the summer in july downtown and he was telling me about their plans to have a family and they're with the create fertility clinic and they're with a new and i said to him i was like well my my eggs are dead but if you want to throw an embryo in me you can't oh my gosh that is (laughs) that is quite an offer (laughs) i had a fertility journey of my own and i'm not a good egg producer and he was like no no like think about this i'm like no no like i've i don't need to think about it and he's like "Well, go home and talk to your family i'm like okay i'll do that and you know that was it and then just over a year later we were we were off to toronto
0: so he said, go home and talk to your family. Let's talk about that. You have a family. Tell me about your family. Uh, do
1: I Do I ever? I have uh, <laughs> seven-year-old twins. I have a husband. Uh, and I accidentally have three dogs. So they, they weren't in, involved in the decision-making. But it was definitely a conversation that I needed to have with my husband.
0: How did that conversation go?
1: Mm, I'm a pretty stubborn person. So I think Vic knew, like there probably wasn't any talking me out of it and he was always really supportive he's always been like this is your body this is what you're doing he has been supportive about it
0: that's amazing and so how did shannon come into the picture then
2: well i um i it's something i've always wanted to do since i had my daughter i really like being pregnant i don't want more of my own children And I had a couple of friends who have gone through surrogacy themselves. And so it was an earworm for me to look into it. I was in a marriage relationship that wasn't probably a good environment anyway. So my ex obviously wasn't on board. So when I left, I looked into it again to surrogacy. But then I didn't know how to pick a profile. And so I shelved it. And then just through a common friend of mine and Jeff's, while he was doing this uh, quarantine in Canada, visiting all his friends, he ended up on our common friend's couch. And she brought it up to him that, hey, actually, Shannon's always wanted to do surrogacy. So not too long after Adele like, clicked yes, uh, he was in my house where I was trying to adopt a dog and had her for a week she's vital to the story. So me and Jeff reconnected. I heard his whole story. And after a couple glasses of wine, I was like, you know what, Jeff, it's not the wine talking. I have to say (laughs) I'm more stressed about this dog than I am about this decision. I'm like, let's make you a family.
0: Wow. Okay. So people who are listening may go, well, wait a sec. They already had a surrogate in Adele. So why did they need two? What was their plan from the
1: beginning? They each wanted to be biological fathers, and so the goal was to find an egg donor, and they would each fertilize half the eggs. And then, because of healthcare in Canada, I would say that fertility clinics are very leery to transfer more than one embryo. And I did say to him, when after a couple drinks of Campio, this is all facilitated by alcohol. Um, I see a theme developing yeah. here. <laughs> um. I said like you could you could throw two in me like I've carried twins full term I would do it again but I think it's just safer and you know it would have been a hard sell for the clinic and I think that you know having Shannon like step into the picture really like alleviated that worry and that possibility so I think it's just also serendipitous.
2: It worked out like the magic of the universe where it it's all meant to be our our stories are so lined up you know like Adele came forward and then not long after I came forward, but then both dads are getting exactly what they wished for, you know, to start their family planning because Jeff had shared with me that during the lockdown, because his partner uh, was living in Taiwan and the whole island shut down, like Jeff couldn't get in because he was in Hong Kong and... So they they were kind of like, hey, what are we? We're, what are we going to do? You know, and they were like, no, we're serious together. We want to get married. We want to have a family. You know, that was what I had heard. Then he came to, to Canada because what's he going to do in Hong Kong by himself? Mm-hmm. He then came over here and then lined it all. Everything lined up for him on his little COVID journey, you know, meeting with everyone.
0: So did you all have a meeting once they had, you know, gotten affirmation from both of you? Did you all sit down?
2: We did at Ke- my Carrie's house. Remember, Adele? We all met each other. Oh Yeah, that was last March, wasn't it? Yeah, we met Kevin for the first time. And yeah. then me and you, that was me and you. For your, our first time seeing each other and met your kids, yeah. met your husband. And that was the only time we've met Kevin, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. So at that time, we had both gone to Create, right? And gotten screening. So we'd gone through the screening at the Create Fertility Clinic in Toronto separately. Yeah. And then they came in March... From that lunch at Campio and the day we went to Toronto was a year, you know, a year and a month later. And now we're now we're in it.
0: So what was it about them as a couple that made you both say, yeah, I want to do this for them?
1: When I reflect on my friendship with Jeff growing up, he was such an integral part of my, you know, junior high years. And we we had so many laughs together and it all came like you know, when we're back in Toronto, and we're joking about things that we joked about 30 years ago. And, you know, it just felt like, I would do this for you. And like Shannon said, there's so many couples in this world who are looking for a surrogate. And that's, for me, that's the hardest part of this journey is like, knowing that there's so many other people who need help. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. Jeff was such a good friend of mine. And it was I didn't think twice about doing this. It was You know, I'm happy to be able to do this for him. For
2: myself, if you ever got to know Jeff, he is probably one of the most kindest, most genuine souls. He's Mm -hmm. never altered, changed, no matter what's been thrown at him in his life. Honestly, I would drop anything for that man. And knowing that he picked Kevin as his partner, I have full knowing that Kevin will be as equally amazing of a human being. Like you couldn't... 100%. I couldn't want to do this for two much better fathers. You know, mm-hmm. they are just like the the <laughs> most like the best humans in the world. So, yeah, they deserve the family. They deserve the chance and opportunity to become fathers and parents and et cetera. You know, like wow. just even getting to know Kevin and Jeff now that we're all 40. I'm like just their their lives. You know, now that I have this like peek into who they are now versus junior high and high school, you know, like. Jeff was friends with everyone like there was not a mean bone in that man's body I would do this over and over for them if I could.
0: Oh, my gosh, that's amazing. Now, I've never asked this question of anyone, I don't think, before on this uh, podcast, but this seems like a very personal question, but will you tell me about the day you had the embryo transfer?
2: So Jeff was here visiting from Taiwan to go to all these weddings. He had a a wedding on one weekend, wedding on the next weekend, and there was a weekend between me and Adele were on our hormonal shots, which it was funny because you want to talk about friendship. We were lost about how to do our injections. Oh, God, that first shot. So we did it together on a video because I was clueless of what to do with this needle and where to put it. So we did it together. And the oil (laughs) was so thick, you really had to, like, jam
1: it in. Oh,
2: castor oil. Hands are shaking. Yes. (laughs) White knuckled. So we ended up, um, she, she, her and Jeff um, were messaging. She was ready to go, like, her, what? your lining was thick and then you booked a trip to on links with Jeff in that week yeah so when because we both were traveling in July and
1: I remember it was like when your cycle starts that's when we like start the the process and I remember your cycle started first I think Mm
2: -hmm, mm -hmm. then
1: our linings our alignings aligned at the same time (laughs) so (laughs) the cycle starting really didn't have a ton to do with it and so I got had my first ultrasound. Lining looked good. We could book the transfer. And Jeff was like, I'm in town. I never planned to be there. I ne- was never in my cards. And turns out I'd be able to <laughs> be there. And then so we booked the f- the flight. And then, you know, hours later, Shannon had her ultrasound. I'm ready. So yeah. we all got together. Get
2: on the flight. Book our flight. So I got yeah. on to their Lynx air flight. We all three of us got to go down together to Toronto. Yeah, and and
0: so what happened?
2: Well, the best time of my life. Like we went there so early in the was it in the morning? Yes, we spent like a solid like forty eight hours there. We did so much, ate so much food, had our last like dinner or glass glass of wine together. Last piece of raw fish, raw. Yeah, we had sushi, and then seven a.m. We were the first clients or patients into the clinic. And Jeff went in with me and held my hand, but I think because I was first, he started to get a little emotional. So I started holding his hand and we got to watch the Petri dish turn and it said, you know, Kevin's name. And then in five, not even like 30 seconds, I was implanted and then Jeff had to run like the Dickens to Adele's room to sit with her, hold her hand. So in six days we started testing ourselves and looking for that faint line.
0: We couldn't share the great stories that we do here on the Canadian Love Map Podcast without the amazing support of Charm Diamond Centres. They are Canada's largest family-owned jeweler, and they're proud to be putting love on the map. The folks at Charm Diamond Centres are thrilled to be a part of your love story. So visit charmdiamondcentres.com or one of your local stores. Love starts here. Obviously, you quickly became closer friends than you had ever been in oh, yeah. junior high or high school
1: uh, absolutely who we need to mention is this egg donor who's connecting all of us like I don't know her and I feel I don't know if you feel this Shannon but I feel like there's another woman linking us and it's so strange I feel connected to her too just to have gone through these experiences with someone is is really cool and we live five minutes away from each other Southside Edmonton is small
2: Well, and our kids met and they get along very well. Like they're all the same age and yeah, it's super cool. And then we text each other, you know, a lot about like, oh, how are you feeling here? Or what should I do here? You know? Yeah.
1: So
0: tell me about the day you found out you were pregnant.
1: Uh, I'll start first. I'm, I'm crazy with testing because of my former fertility journey. And so I think I started testing, oh God, it wasn't long, like maybe five days after the transfer and my friend was over and I'm like I think I see a line am I crazy do I see a line and she was like oh I think I see one but it's time to bring out the big guns so that I got like the first response test and and it showed a line right away and and then in my past I've experienced a couple losses so then I became obsessive about testing about like every day watching the line get darker but I think Mm. around when I told got the line on the first response or the clear blue or whatever I think I let Shannon know and then you tested and yours was positive too
0: yeah wow so you are exactly the same amount pregnant that's not yeah. a proper way to say it but you know what I mean
2: mm-hmm. well a new fertility is really excited because we both did this on one take we're, we're both signed up for three three tries
0: and so that's obviously unusual for for it to just click on the first one.
2: They're very surprised. So I'm going to assume. Yeah. And for two of us for the same thing.
0: That is amazing. Tell me about your diabetes test. There's a story there, right?
2: (laughs) We had to do this, the gestational diabetes test. And I knew that we were both having to do it pretty well in the same window. So once I got my doctor's appointment, I messaged her. And I'm like, hey, do you want to do the diabetic tea party together? I'll bring a board game. And she's like, yeah, let's go. So she told me where she was booked. And so, I, yeah, I met her there. And we sat there and drank the Kool-Aid and hung out for the hour. I'm just bitter
1: because I failed the first one. So I had to go do the second one. all by myself. I'll oh, poop. <laughs> and I stay there longer. Mm.
0: Bah. <laughs> let go of that, Adele. Just let go of it. Let's talk about Jeffrey and Kevin's reaction and how you told them when you were pregnant.
1: I feel like it was through WhatsApp. Like I texted Jeff to call me and I told him and I feel and maybe Shannon, you have a different experience. They were very cautious.
2: Mm, Right. Yeah. Jeff is very cautious. Yes.
1: Yes. And so when the article came out when we were 32 weeks, that was their first announcement.
0: That was when you were on the CBC, right?
1: Yeah. So they had spoken, they told their family, obviously, and friends, like people knew, but there was no like social media announcement or anything like that. So I feel like they were very cautious and Jeff is still pretty cautious, but we also haven't seen them, right? Like I haven't Mm -hmm. seen or felt like a ton of excitement and I could never catch the baby moving. Remember Shannon, you sent that picture of baby Ty kicking and I'm Mm -hmm. like, i'll see my stomach moving i'll get the camera and then she'll be like screw you bye and (laughs) and hide away and so i finally got a picture when i had to go for a non-stress test and she got hiccups so i could see her like bobbing in my stomach and i sent him the video and i didn't hear back and i was like i hope you like that and so i checked back the next day and he's like oh my god i sent it to everyone and forgot to respond so like (laughs) i get those little glimpses of excitement
0: They're going to come to Canada for the births, right?
1: They're here next week.
0: Wow. Oh, and wait a second. I just, something just hit me. You said she and he. So we know, we know the genders. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, Adele wanted to name hers. And so then I named mine after, but (laughs) it's funny. We're walking down Toronto and she's her and Jeff are coming up with the names.
0: These are names that they're going, that Jeff and Kevin are going to use for the kids? hundred percent not. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I was going to say, I was going to say, no. they're letting you name their kids. Wow. No,
1: no, no. no. I, I've been calling her Candy Ann again since Toronto. So, and that is it, stuck. Like, he'll text me and be like, how's Candy Ann? And like, that's, oh that is her name. So I will forever call her Candy Ann. It's our little thing.
0: And what about you, Shannon?
2: Well, I didn't know how to say Kevin's last name. T-S-A-I. <laughs> so I've been calling him Baby Sai. So I've been basically, this is what I'm calling him, is like baby Sai.
0: Okay, so they're coming to Canada. How is the whole birth process going to un- unfold? If you can, you know, what's your plan, I guess is what I should say. As someone who's had three kids, I shouldn't say, how's it going to unfold? Well, <laughs> No one ever I knows.
2: I wonder with the way it's been with our story so far, that it's going to be on the same day and, you know, you know what I mean? The kids are going to be born essentially twins, not twins, but um, mm-hmm. same day and everything. But we're at different hospitals. The dates are May 2nd for Adele. I'm April 30th. They're talking about inducing me on the 23rd. I believe Adele may have a C-section. So
1: booked it today.
2: What? It's a book. And
1: like, I really battled with that because I had an emergency C-section with the twins. And then at first, Candy Ann was frank breach at 32 weeks and i was like okay perfect decision made and then she flipped and then she's she's head down so i'm trying not to overthink it
0: i love that you're finding that out in real time shannon (laughs) on the podcast
2: well i've been telling everyone that i don't want i don't want to be induced i'm planning to finesse this as long as i can right to the april 30th when he wants to come out Because I'm a believer in the Zodiac and I don't want to mess up his birth charts. (laughs) (laughs) Who am I? How will it mess it up though, Shannon? I think Sai should come out when he says it's time to come out. Like, I mean, I don't know. My physiotherapist swears this baby's coming on his own earlier.
0: What has been the best thing about sharing this journey together?
2: Having someone to talk to about it, to laugh with, to share the same sames, you know, because I, I'm, we're 40. We don't have friends that are having babies right now. We're sharing the exact same experience and same story. So we get to talk about the dads together. You know, we get to talk about the kids, giving them their personality, sharing their personalities with each other, you know? It's been a pretty beautiful journey and I just feel lucky to be a part of
1: it and feel like, like when I came over for the interview, I'm like hauling ass up the stairs and I'm like, Woo! and Shannon's like, Oh, you too. I'm like, Oh thank God. It was just, just nice to like be heard and feel seen and, and to be on a journey with someone else.
0: <laughs> so tell me there are so many people I think who would almost shake their heads to go, how do you do something so huge for someone else? What is your answer to why surrogacy is right for you? Because it is obviously, you talk about the effort and the, I've been pregnant three times. I know it's a journey.
2: Adele, what's yours? Uh, You
1: know, I guess I feel like there's so many people who are still pretty close minded or don't understand why I would do this. And especially since like I had a pretty difficult postpartum journey with the twins. For them, I just say it's not for everyone for any naysayers or people like, Oh my God, I could never do that. Or I would never want to do that. I've had, I've heard lots of comments about, they wouldn't want to do that to their body or whatever. And I just answer, you know what, it's not for everyone and that's okay.
0: But why is it right for you?
1: Because I feel like if I can help, uh, then I will. And this is an area that I needed help with in terms of, you know, doctors and medication and, and stuff like that. And I believe that people who want this and who've gone this far and when Jeff and I had that lunch at Campio you know they'd already started the journey they had already found the agency and the clinic and and I knew like how important it was to them and how bad they wanted it and I remember wanting it that bad too and all they needed was a uterus and I got one
2: oh my god that's so sweet what a sweet thing to say I love that That little brick. I love it. Right?
0: What about you, Shannon?
2: I've heard the sentence, I could never give away a baby. And I'm like, okay, but I'm not giving away a baby. I'm giving someone a family. And as soon as they hear that, they're like, oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, I hear you now. I hear ya. And I think it got my feelings about surrogacy got more and more powerful as I was pregnant, but started to see how many other people in the, a new community that were struggling to find someone to help them, from single men to um, same-sex couples to heterosexual couples, like how big and vast it really is. And, I, and like Adele said prior, You know, you want to help more and more people and how proud people were of what I was doing once they understood. This means a lot to me because now I'm giving someone a family because I can. I think we will forever be connected.
1: You know, we'll be able to talk about this journey moving forward and, you know, Shannon might, we've talked about maybe you'll be a surrogate again and I think my road will end here, but I always hope that I can be a support for Shannon if she decides to do it again and just having someone who's been through it I think it's a pretty incredible experience an incredible bond and I can't stop thinking about the egg donor and how she connects us in this way like we're carrying babies that are related to each other and another woman who decided to step up and in, in a journey of creating families is also part of it and I think it's it's such a special journey
0: I think surrogacy is a truly beautiful gift. And I just want to say thank you to both of you for this beautiful thing you're doing. I'm really glad you told us this story.
2: Oh, so you're thanks welcome. for having us and yeah, spreading our story you. more.
0: Thanks for listening to the Canadian Love Map. If you love us, please subscribe and share. And if you want to help us spread the love even more, rate and review our podcast. It makes such a difference. We'll be back next week with another love story to add to the map. This podcast is presented and made possible by Charm Diamond Centers. It's hosted by me, Nancy Regan, and is produced and distributed by Podstarter.